This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Uh, so I got a box of four different Magic Spoon cereals in the mail this week, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, and it was uh, the highlight of my week. When I was a child, I was only allowed to eat nice cereal on the weekends because in those days they hadn't figured out how to make cereal both nice and healthy yet. Uh, So the past few days I've been able to defy my parents and delight my child at the same time just by eating Magic Spoon's amazing frosted flavor, which reminds me of the only two days out of every week that I was ever truly happy as a boy. Um, Now, it doesn't say this in the copy here, uh, which is honestly a little bit irresponsible, Um, but in the interest of safety, I do want to just kind of spell out for everyone uh, that you shouldn't just open every box you come across just because sometimes there's nice cereal inside it. Uh, For instance, the Lament configuration is also a box you can find. Uh, Based on the very few Hellraiser movies I've seen, sometimes you have to spend a lifetime looking for it, but sometimes it's just hidden in the floorboards of your attic. And if you carelessly open that box, you will be introduced to a world of pleasure and pain beyond anything the human mind can imagine. Um, So I want to be really clear here. If you're certain that what you have is a magic spoon delivery box, do open that. It tastes amazing, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. But if you think there's any chance at all that the box you have might be the Lament configuration from Hellraiser, don't open that. It doesn't taste like anything, and usually Pinhead and an army of ill-begotten abominations called Cenobites will come out of it and pull you into a labyrinthine dimension of torment and agony. Go to magicspoon.com slash babysitters to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code babysitters at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash babysitters and use the code babysitters for free shipping. Uh, We want to thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. And again, just so it's Absolutely crystal clear, delicious boxes of breakfast food that will take you back to your childhood. Yes, diabolical puzzle boxes that will open a portal to an army of extra-dimensional beings who will mercilessly flay your flesh. No. Be safe out there. Oh, I didn't prepare one, did you? When you say, I didn't prepare one, did you mean you didn't prepare to slingshot this spaceship all the way around the sun? Okay. And that's... So we're going to have to go very fast. Yes, we are going to have to go very fast, and then I think we shoot ourselves into a black hole? No, we just slingshot around the sun. Okay. We got to... Are you with me or are you against me? I'm with you. Okay. Well, it's very dangerous and no one's ever done it in uh, a Klingon warbird before. Uh, uh uh-huh. And what does it... And then we... So... Then we get the whales. We do it. We do it. And then it turns out that we need to get whales Mm -hmm. who live in San Francisco. Mm Mm-hmm. So that we can bring them back to our present. Yes. Which is 2019. Yeah. We need to slingshot back to... 1993? 
you asking? You're saying 93. Um, yeah. We need a slingshot back to 93. Yeah. Collect some whales. Mm-hmm. Come back to 2019. Oh, and find out what happened with Logan. And find out what happened with Logan. And while we're in 1993, we meet some adult babies. <laughs> okay. We, we are. We become adult babies. Yes. Yes. Good. And... Then we bring the knowledge back to now. We bring the knowledge back. And we communicate with the probe. Which was speaking whale speak. Yeah, and that's what... And isn't that troubling? And what does that mean about the timeline? (laughs) That the probe was speaking whale speak. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe everybody becomes whales in the future? in In the reality where we're all adult babies... Yeah. And this stands to reason. Mm-hmm. The whales take over. The whales do take Human over. Human society collapses because yeah. we're all too busy acting like babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only people responsible enough to do something about it are the whales. And isn't that troubling? And, and isn't and that? Now that we know where we're headed, maybe it's not too late to fix yes. it. Um, but we're going to go back first, and we've got a slingshot around the sun. And we do it twice. Want, I think How do we get back to 2019? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But we, when we get to 1993, we're going to be confused by their ways. They're like their music and their, their buses. Jinkos and, and yeah, <laughs> candy ravers. Boy, and I, I look at a boy um, babysitting. And by babysitting, yeah. I mean not babysitting because yeah. no babysitting happens. In <laughs> yeah. But I, look, I see a boy... And mm-hmm. I recognize that he could be a babysitter, even though he's not actively babysitting. And I think, a boy babysitter? A boy babysitter? Surely not. We don't have that in our time. And he's hanging out with some um, greaser kids from the 1950s. Yeah, he certainly is. <laughs> some, like, T-birds. And it's very cool. And I thought, oh, I must, I must have... I don't have my history right. I assumed in 1993 we were well past the greaser thing, but well, here we are. They're a bunch of greasers. I'm just—I guess I'm just going to go get my whales. Yep, and f- fuck them like John McAfee. Okay, and that's the guy from Norton Antivirus, and I'm, thanks for bringing it there. Um, but what? Is well, that? we're from the real. We're from the future. Yeah, we're adult babies. Okay, Earth has been abandoned mm-hmm. to the adult babies. Right. So it's this disgusting, like, pervert okay. hellscape. Good. And we go back. Right. And we're going to get the whales. To fuck them like John McAfee. Okay, perfect. That's great. Thanks for saying it again. And um, what? He did that. And I know he did. He did. I read the tweet. He claims that he has tr- attempted to. Yeah. And it's John McAfee, and I guess we, we're talking about him again. I think we've talked about him before. We've talked about him a few times, yeah. Okay, great. And that's great. He's I'm an interesting character. He's an interesting character, and he killed a man, I think. Um, and he did invent- Adds to his allure. Yeah, Norton. Antivirus and- <laughs> He fit right in with the bad boys. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the bad boys. And the reason that Anne has sent us back in time in this, this clunky old Klingon warbird is because- it's too complicated to go into. Why are we doing a Klingon warbird? Why we when someone we do des- the destroyed the Enterprise? I did. Oh, you did. Yes. How? I can't remember, but it was like, I think it was cl- it was clever to do. It like okay, it was like, like clever. The, uh, the test. Yeah, they, it's like the Kobayashi Maru. The Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Um, a lot of people died though, huh? 
I think a lot of people like on the lower decks probably died, yeah. but no officers. Right. I think. Thank God. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's why we're in this clunky ass Klingon warbird and I don't speak Klingon, but we're going to slingshot it around the sun. And the reason we're doing it is because Anne is sending us back to learn about Logan Bruno and the time travel adult baby motif doesn't really work for the, um, no readers requests, which we are in now. It only kind of worked for the portrait series which we're well out of tenuous at best for the portrait series but we're now (laughs) deep out of those yeah and And, gasping for air yeah this new reader's request series yeah and the reader request this week was logan logan book another logan book they were like you know we love the first one (laughs) and we're ready for a second and this time give us Zero babysitting. Anne went out in front of like the Coliseum and she was like, I have given you a reader's request and now I will grant you one more. Last request was a book all about Logan. You can request anything. And they're all like, oh, Logan. 1950s greasers. (laughs) And greasers. (laughs) We request more Logan. And Anne is like, do you want him to babysit Carolyn and Marilyn, and they're being bullied, and they're like, no, no the girls could do that. <laughs> yeah, Claudia will do that. <laughs> there was too much babysitting in the last Logan book. I want Logan and crime. <laughs> it was a good book, though. And that's what we got. It's called Logan Bruno, Boy Babysitter, and it's the best book I've ever read. You thought that the time travel adult baby stuff was labored for <laughs> the reader's request stuff? Uh-huh. Wait till you hear how I describe this book. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's great. I'm looking forward to that. Because what we've decided to do for the book descriptions in the portrait series was do a lullaby that mm-hmm. will help lull your baby into a deep and endless sleep mm-hmm. and describe the plot of the book. Yeah. For the Reader Quest series, mm-hmm. we've decided to continue that tradition. Yeah, because why, why, why mess with something that's working? If it ain't broke, why? <laughs> Everybody loves a lullaby. Yeah. I heard I was walking down the street yesterday, and I heard someone someone was pushing their baby, and she she like gently leaned down into the carrier and said, "Y'all ready to get low?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's really catching on. It's so nice." Uh, well, should shall we? Oh, so we'll describe the book. Okay, great. And what happens is, I guess we don't have to. We don't have to. We no, can no. keep shooting the shit. I don't care. <laughs> I like all of it. Fuck any good whales lately. <laughs> Not yet. Um, what we're doing? He do- the guy. I don't want to talk about it, but he does claim to have <laughs> fucked a whale. And I feel like I should say that it's a man named John McAfee. Don't look him up, but he claims to have fucked a whale. Yeah, and it's hopefully like he didn't for the tradition whales. in some like it's not South Pacific nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. Um, but what you? I guess you're going to sing about the book, and you're going to sing a lullaby, and this is the time in the podcast where you take the podcast and you take it to a baby that you know, or a baby that you found, or a baby yeah. that you uh, are aware of somewhere in your vicinity, and you hold the podcast up to their cage, and yes. or na- they're like pit, just up to the bars of whatever they're in, right? Um, and then you say, "You're ready to get lulled," and then that wakes them up. Which is good. That's what you want. Yeah, because otherwise... It seems it's, counterintuitive, but it, yeah. you know what sounds more counterintuitive? Yeah. Singing a lullaby to a sleeping baby. Yeah, and then that's a waste of our time. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and Wake that little shit up. <laughs> yeah. Get the hose. Mm-hmm. 
this is I think what you're hearing is the sound of two men who maybe spent the whole day looking after their babies. <laughs> no, Grandpa, uh, Pop Pop and Tutu are in town. Oh, really? So I was Sarah, off the hook. Sarah had a cold today, so I spent I spent a pretty pretty. We actually had a very nice day. We went to we were going to go to the Children's Museum, but on the way to the Children's Museum, there was a huge construction site, and you so we like. Ditched. We ditched, we ditched on the children's museum and just like found a hill overlooking the construction site <laughs> and like got out of the stroller. The I had like loaders. a picnic of like vegan fish sticks and, and vegan chicken and I opened it up and we just sat on the on the hill and watched the construction for like an hour and a half. And then at the end, the construction guys all came out and waved at us. <laughs> it was lovely. Did C- Cyril, I assume, loved it. Cyril fucking loved it. That's all he wants in the we world. We had the best construction time. Equipment. Yeah. It was really, really nice. nice. And that has been Dead Talk. Uh, Miles and I and and Pop Pop and Tutu went to the Brooklyn Museum and looked at a bunch of plates shaped like vaginas. Okay. Oh, it's uh, the dinner party. Is yes. it there? I love that piece. Yes. Uh, are you impressed that I know that? Yes. Here's a question. You didn't seem that impressed. It's a pretty impressive. So Dad movie. Talk isn't over. I yeah. prematurely announced yeah. that that was Dad Talk because we're still doing it. Have you ever taken your boy as a young boy to a natural history museum where there are mummies? No. Okay. The Brooklyn Museum mm-hmm. has mummies. Mm-hmm. And I always worry that when I bring Miles into the room with the mummies, mm-hmm. uh, ancient evil will see him as a ripe young vessel yeah, and inhabit, and jump him. out of its mummy body and into his young boy body. Mm-hmm. That's a concern, right? No, that's, a, that's a the concern. I brought him in anyway. Yeah. Because I just think it would it would add something to my life to be raising uh, an ancient evil, mm-hmm. but nothing, not so far. But who knows? Still sleeping? Okay, he sleeps fine. Yeah, attack anything? Sort of. We have this new game called Mash Mouth. Okay, and it's when you lay on the ground, he will crawl up to you and take his mouth, uh huh, and put it on your mouth and go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. And he'll usually get like a lot of his drool in your oh, mouth. That's great. Yeah. Um, my boy is already making up his own jokes. Can he come in and tell me one or is he in bed? He's in bed. I'll have him. Do you remember any of them? I'll see if I can get him. If I can get him to tell it, I'll record it later and put it on uh, as the outro. But the joke goes like this. I'll tell it to you. It's very sophisticated. He made it up. Ready? Yep. Knock, knock. Who's there? A bear. A bear who? No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So Isn't it's sort good? of a meta. It's like a, it's meta, like a joke. meta joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. He laughs his ass off. Um, this has been. This has been. Dad Talk. Dad Talk. And I think we got to play the music twice. I love that music, but that's not what we're here for. So I had to dig deep this week because we're out of lullabies. Mm-hmm. This is from the hit Disney film Mary Poppins. It was an efficiency of language challenge this week. How do I jam the entire plot of this book into two quick verses? Great. But I think I've managed to do it. Okay, great. And let's hear it. And you're going to describe the book in a lullaby, and that's what we do. And your babies are going to go back to sleep, so get ready for them to be lulled. Okay, here we go. Yep. A new disc from Nikki Cash. 
On the race course, Logan crashed. T. Jam fought with Clarence King. Logan Pizza he did bring. <coughs> Stole some stuff, Washington Mall. Threatened Logan, now Kendall. Bribed him with some concert ticks. Logan swore he'd shut his lips. Logan told on the Dumb shit. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. That was really lovely, and the babies are sleeping now. And now the babies are sleeping, just like the two children in Mary Poppins, when Mary Poppins sings that song to them. And just like the two children in this book that kind of made their way into the B-plot for a hot second, so that there could be some babysitting that was done yeah. by Logan-adjacent babysitters not logan. not logan not logan no no not logan he's too busy being a bad boy mm-hmm. um, t-jam and the bad boys t-jam and the bad boys i guess i'd like to describe the book now and then i'll do a quiz okay so that sounds great to me actually yeah so why don't you queue up um what do i do 60 seconds some pick something that it'll something be that takes 60 seconds huh which star trek is that four yeah star trek four voyage home I mean, anything with Star Trek would work. What about whales? Why don't you listen to 60 Seconds of Whale Sounds? Oh, whales. Yeah, Yeah. whales. I'm going to do whales. I'm going to search whales. 60 seconds. Can I give you a minute 31? Would that work for you? Yeah, that'd be great. I'll take a little extra time. Okay, I'm going to watch Whale Song for Kids, Learn Sea Animals, Blue Whale, Sperm Whale, Beluga Whale, and Orca. That's great. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm, That's perfect. In five, four, three... Great. Logan Bruno is a boy babysitter, um, and he's friends with babysitters, uh, but something happens at school one day. Uh, Oh, yeah, man. This fucking rocks. Okay, and I'll remind you not to talk. Um, He is getting made fun of, as he did last week by Clarence King and the other jocks, but uh, this guy defends him. It's this guy, T-Jam. He's wearing a leather jacket. T-Jam is cool as hell. Turns out he's in a club called The Bad Boys, who are crime boys, and they do smoking, and they do crimes. And uh, T-Jam seems really nice, though, and he asks Logan for help with his homework, and Logan helps him, and T-Jam is cool even though he's bad. Um, But as Logan gets deeper and deeper into the gang, it kind of starts to become clear that T-Jam is using Logan because Logan's dad is best friends with a guy who owns a CD store, and Logan can get the... Full of surprising facts. Okay, and let's try to stay quiet, okay? Um, And Logan can get the... Uh, guys into the CD store where they can do a heist and steal stuff. Uh, when Logan realizes what's going on, he threatens to rat on them, but they put a note in his locker saying that they're going to kill Marianne. 
uh, and so he gets scared. So he doesn't rat on them, and as a reward, they steal two tickets to the Nicky Cage concert, and Nicky Cage is the, the hottest You have about 10 artist, seconds left. And Marianne sees the tickets, and they try to go to the concert, but uh, Logan freaks out and says that the tickets were stolen, uh, and that rats on the boys, and the heist gets uh, And now you're out of time. Minute. Okay. I got to tell you about this song, man. Okay. It was in the spirit of Nikki Baby Cash. Shark. It was Nikki Cash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was all about whales. And here's some of the things I learned. Okay. Beluga whale. Mm-hmm. Pretty white whale. They can whistle. Okay. Orca whale, also known as a killer whale. Did you know that they're a dolphin too? No. They are, according to this song. Sperm whale has the biggest brain of any animal on earth. Okay. And blue whale, biggest animal on earth. Isn't that interesting? Does it say how many of them John McAfee of Norton Antivirus has slept with? It doesn't say in this children's song. Okay. <laughs> but I imagine a, a good number. Um, did you like my description? No. Loved it. Okay. Um, I, I, okay, great. Um, so, but there are crime boys, aren't there? Crime boys, the bad boys. And they're bad boys. And it's B-A-D-D space B-O-Y-Z. And they are bad. They have leather jackets and they have slicked back hair. How come we've never heard of them before? cigarette packs in sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) And they ditch at lunch to go to the mall. Does Pete remembering his youth? Because they're definitely- <laughs> They're 1950s greasers. From an earlier time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are removed from time, and they've been placed in this reality, this 1993 yeah. reality. And I think only this one, because we definitely would have heard of them before. Like, Carrie Retlin would be nothing to these boys. These boys would steamroll Carrie Retlin yeah. or Alan Gray. Yeah. Did you ever sneak out of school? Um, I would, like, go smoke in the woods. That's cool. Maybe you were a little bit of a yeah a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I one time snuck out of school in order to go purchase the album "The Amazing Jekyll Brothers" by, and I wasn't purchasing it. I was joining a friend as he went to go purchase it. Okay, and that is of course by the Insane Clown Posse. Oh no! We snuck out of school during like the lunch, the period before lunch period. Okay. To drive to Best Buy. Why couldn't you just get it after school? Purchase. The new ICP album. The new ICP album. Okay. And we listened to it on the car ride home. Did you feel pretty badass? Bad. (laughs) I felt badass until we started listening to ICP. (laughs) I don't think we can be friends anymore, man. Yeah. So we're both bad boys in a lot of ways. You and me? Yep. You How smoked, so? You went off to the, the woods to smoke. Mm-hmm. I went off to Best Buy to buy. To do it like juggalo shit with your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool in its own way. Yeah. Um, this book is action packed and it is packed full of new characters who we've never seen before and never see again. Can I interrupt you real quick? Yes. I am so horny right now. Yes. For mm-hmm. a quiz. Okay, yeah, and I'm going to do a quiz. Yeah. Uh, And I've written a quiz. Great. And what we do is, uh, for these ones, we do a quiz. And there's no good reason for it, except that it is fun to do. And the quiz is called R. And anyone can play. Anyone can play. And it's called the Babysitter's Club Baby, Baby Quiz of the Week. Yep. And it's fun. And 
And um, what the quiz I have prepared for you today, you can play along at home, and Tanner, you will play along here live on on air, mm. is plan a heist, and I'll tell you which member of the bad boys you are. Okay. And isn't that fun? That is fun. There's a lot of members of the bad boys. Yeah. There's Skin, there's Icebox, there's yeah. T-Jam. And so- Jackhammer. If you're playing along at home, what you should do is pay attention to whether you answer letters or numbers. Okay. It's a little trick I've used so that the quiz isn't too long. But let's get going. Let's plan a heist together, Tanner. Okay. Okay. First of all, as we plan our heist, we're going to have to figure out where we're going to heist. So what do you want to rip off? A, the CD store at the mall. It's probably Sam Goody. It might be like Music Express. Was there one called FYI? Or, yeah, it's FYE. FYE, yeah. yeah. And, or Nobody Beats the Wiz, if you're lucky and you grew up when I grew up. The CD store in our mall was called FYE. Yeah, okay. So that's A. A, the CD store at the mall. B, whatever T-Jam decides we should rip off. Okay. C, a sporting goods store, probably Models or something. Sure. D, the Hot Topic or the Ice Cream Store. Or... Both, actually, both. I'm trying to think of... Hot Topic feels like it's the kind of place where everyone who shops there is interested in theft. Mm-hmm. And they probably have a lot of strong anti-theft yeah. uh, regulations in place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everyone's stealing from the Hot Topic. That's probably right. dumb. But you may be dumb. Well, I know T-Jam is dumb, so I'm also not going to follow his cues t-jam's not dumb um the thing i'm most interested in i guess is is music and i would probably rip off the fye okay so you're ripping off the fye That's for your entertainment a. okay That's what, what it stood for is your role gonna be in the heist number one i'll just hang in the back like like backup okay answer number two i'm the getaway driver because i took my dad's car and i didn't even ask him wow that's the answer that's number me. two that's not me <laughs> Answer number three, I'm going to cause a distraction by making a big scene in the store. Yeah, I could do that. That's number three. Answer number four, I will tip off the cops because heists are bad. Four. Okay. (laughs) Question number three, how will you cause a distraction? A, squank. Okay. Lame question, man. I'll just figure it out as I go along. And squank means no way. Yeah. And it's from this book. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> B, I will do whatever T-Jam tells me to do. I'm not going to follow <laughs> T-Jam's cues. He's just, he's not clever. C, do a different, lesser, but still quite worrying crime so that everyone pays attention to that instead of the real heist. Okay. D, play heavy metal music real loud. I do like heavy metal music. Yeah. What was option A? A is squank. squank. Okay. <laughs> I do like squank, so I'm going to do squank. A. Okay. Question number four. How nervous are you about the heist? One, pretty nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Two, am I nervous about the heist? Are you nervous about being the world's biggest loser? Okay. That's I do cool like to that say. One a lot. Yeah. yeah. Three, no, but I'm nervous about what happens to your face when I punch it. Okay. That's cool too. To that say, cool. but a little aggressive. But also kind. And four, yes, so nervous that I told the cops about it. Okay. 
<laughs> I here's the thing mm-hmm. is I think aspirationally, yeah, I want to say number two because mm-hmm. it feels like a cool kind of energy that I would like to t- to bring out into the world. Yeah, but I know realistically it's four. Okay, question number five: How do you plan to get away? A. I'm going to vanish into the night like Batman. B. I'm planning to do whatever T Jam does. I don't know. T Jam. C. I will run very fast. That's not me. D. I don't care as long as it's via the ice cream store. I don't think I'm very good at disappearing or running fast, and I don't trust TJ. It's D. Ice cream. Okay. D. Question number six. Wow, a lot of questions. There are eight questions. And eight members. One of your crew is a rat. What do you do to shut him up? Answer one. Yikes. Maybe we should just drop this whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Two. Let's put a note in his locker that maybe threatens to kill his girlfriend in a giant mousetrap. Is it like hand drawn and (laughs) like well done? Yeah. And the girlfriend is drawn as a mouse. Yeah. And her initials are on her shirt just in case you can't tell. M-A-S. Yeah. Three. Let's punch and hurt him with our fists. Okay. Four. Rat. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> There's no rat. <laughs> I I like fancy myself a bit of a illustrator. Okay. An artist. Yeah, you would do B. Okay. Or two. Two. That's great. This is the penultimate question. Question number seven. How do you plan to fence the goods? A. I know a guy who knows a guy. B, let's do what T-Jam thinks we should do. Mm -mm. C, what's a fence? Mm -hmm. D, we'll sell them at a Slayer concert. This one's really tough. Yeah. I know what a fence is from playing Skyrim, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't don't think I'd be comfortable at a Slayer concert. Didn't you go to a Slayer concert with your mom? I went to an Iron Maiden concert with my stepdad. Okay. And you went to a... um... Neil Diamond. You went to a Neil Diamond concert with your mom. All right, my bad. Uh, so what do you choose? A. You know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. Okay. And finally, the final question. What do you say when the cops show up unexpectedly? One. Oh, God. I knew I should never have gotten into this. Two. Fuck. I got arrested again this week. That's okay. cool to say. It's cool to say, but not true. <laughs> Three, you'll never take me and my friends alive. Two 1930s. <laughs> or or four, nice work, cops. I told you all these crime boys would be doing this heist. Which way to witness protection? Four. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you are, and I have planned for this. Tie? You're tied, it, but very strongly tied. You picked three A's and three fours. Um, and so the plan for the tiebreaker is, and folks playing along at home can do this too. You just pick the guy that you think is suits you best. Okay. So A is T Jam. Okay, cool. And yeah. four is Kendall. I'm gonna ch- I, as I had stated throughout the quiz. Yeah. I don't like or trust T Jam. Yeah. So I'm gonna choose Kendall. Okay, Kendall, and Kendall is what they call Logan. Yeah, Logan which is, is very cool. Uh, and so just quickly for folks playing along at home, if you answered mostly A, you're T-Jam, the cool leader of the bad boys who's cool. If you answered mostly B, you're Skin, the kind of weaselly sidekick of the bad boys who I think who is- like some kind of skin condition. He has a skin condition, but it's fine. The thing about him is that he's kind of only in it because T-Jam 
twisted his arm to pee in it. See, Icebox, <laughs> um, I think your thing is that you're like sporty and uh, yeah. and just uh, headed for a life of crime. D Butcher Boy, you're exactly like Icebox, except you like metal music and right. ice cream. Ice cream. He's described as having looking as though he eats ice cream for every meal. One is G-Man, the guy who's in the group, but as soon as the group Half dissolves, life. he realizes that he never liked being in it and goes back to a normal life in Stony Brook. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Two is Remo, who's like the creepy like older boy. 19-year-old who hangs out, and he's like, what does he call them? He's like, he's a little bro. Hey, he's like, hey, little bros. He shows up in his car. These are like fucking eighth graders. He shows up in his car. And T-Jam is like, hey, Logan, let's go smoke cigarettes behind the school. And then Remo shows up in his car. And he's like, I guess he's out of school. He's probably 17. And he's like, hey, little bros. let's. I brought you some pizza. It's not cool to be that guy. Let's go do some crime. Three is Jackhammer, who is just a, I think he's a force of chaos and he's evil. And four is Kendall, and that's Logan. Kendall. And Logan rats on everybody. And that's you. And that's me, and that is what I would do. Yeah, and it was the right thing. These guys yeah. were using him. They were using you. Even if they weren't using me, I would rat on them. <laughs> just like a, a wimp. Um, so that's the bad boys, and they're and so what? What do we think about the bad boys? Uh, very cool. They're very cool, and I like them a lot. And they are cool, and I wish I could have been them when I was their age. Yeah. T Jam, short for Theodore James. Bad boys spelled with two D's. The second D is for D's nuts. Oh, okay. Is that true? I think so. Yeah, that's cool. Logan at some point trots out Rank, which is an old favorite of ours. Oh, they have so many catchphrases. But the bad boys one-up him. With squank. With their new word. Yeah. Squank. Squank! S-Q-U-A-N-K. So let's see. They do explain it, and I have a passage where they explain it. I almost got him, came T-Jam's voice. He appeared behind Icebox and pulled the door open all the way. I saw some dude running into the parking lot. I thought it might be the one who tried to rip off the old lady. I went after him, but he drove away in a jeep. You should report that to the police, I said. (laughs) Squink, TJ answered. I guess that means no way or something. I tell them anything, they suspect me. Now come on, let's book. Yeah, (laughs) they say let's book a lot too. (laughs) Squink is cool. Here's another one they say. I guess that was the point of coming, to hang. The older boys had gone out of their way to take me along, so I felt a little bad about abandoning them to see Bob, the CD store owner. But it would be fun to go behind the scenes at the store. Ice and me will go with them. Keep them company, T-Jam said. Cool? Fully, D replied at the pizza place. Wow. So fucking cool. They say such cool things. They've all got such cool fucking nicknames. They dress like 1950s greasers. What's yeah. not to like? What is I not mean, they to like? steal. They steal, and that's bad, but they're so cool, and they're so chill. They are chill as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem to avoid ever getting in any real trouble. Uh, well, they all get arrested and do go to jail, I think. I mean, before that. Mm-hmm. they seem, Maybe that's why it's trouble. It's tricky to figure out the timeline of all this. Maybe that's why they're not in the main canon books. Because they went to jail. They went to jail. Yeah, why has Anne kept them from us? When Stacy does crimes, wine crimes with the crime girls, that would be a perfect time for them to show up and do it and be like, oh, let's just smoke cigarettes together or something. We thought that wine crimes were the worst crimes that could happen in... Boy, we were so naive. Stony Brook? 
Yeah. Didn't even happen in Stony Brook, by the way. I'm in fucking Stanford. Yeah, but yeah, let's fucking talk about that. Across state lines. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but there are these actual crime boys doing actual crimes. Actual crimes! And they threaten to put Marianne in a mousetrap and get her tail. Yes. When I was a little younger than Logan, another friend who's not the ICP friend yeah. took me to Toddy's supermarket in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. And he showed me a trick where back then comic books would sometimes have wraps around them. Okay. And packaged into the wraps would be things like tradable cards or packs of gum or something yeah. like that. And he showed me a trick where you pretend you're looking at the comic book. Mm-hmm. And then behind the comic book, you're ripping open the wrap okay. to get the thing out. Okay. And then, so it looks like you're just sitting there looking at a comic book if anyone's looking or if the cameras are looking. Yeah. But you're actually taking like a single piece of gum. Okay. Or like a free trading card. And out of the wrapper. Starting your way onto a life of crime. And then you put the magazine back. Yeah. And that's bad. And that's wrong, and I would tell And that's you. bad. Yeah. And that's the kind of crime that Logan and the bad boys were getting up to in innocent little sunny Stony Brook. And they're smoking. And they're smoking cigarettes. They're smoking cigarettes. They have a whole That's packs. worse for you than drinking wine. Yeah. I drink wine all the time. It's legal. It's fun. It's free. It's I'm easy. drinking wine right now. I don't smoke cigarettes, though. Not like Jack. Not anymore. Um, there's one more little catchphrase that I would like to say before we take a break. Okay. And it's this. TJM sounded shocked when I called him that night on the phone. Pretty slimy. That's when they put... So they put a thing in Logan's locker that is a picture of a rat running on the track. And then it's a picture of a rat in a dress whose tail is caught in a trap. And on the rat's dress, it says M-A-S. That's all we know. And then underneath it says, there's more than one way to skin a rat. Watch it watch it and i think what that means is they're trying to trap marianne in a rat trap right because that's i think mas is marianne spear marianne spear okay it, it, it either have to be a pretty big rat trap yeah or marianne would they'd have to find some way to get marianne very tiny yeah and that is within the realm of possibility in this book yeah because in the b plot marilyn and carolyn arnold are concocting shrink potions right to deal with their own bully. EJ. EJ. That's the B-plot. I didn't even talk about the B-plot, even though you gave me a minute, 30 seconds. Let me finish this passage. TJM sounded shocked when I called him that night on the phone. Pretty slimy. You know I would never do anything like that. Yeah? Then who did? I demanded. Beats me, boss. God, he talks so cool. Yeah. Could be skin. Skin? If I see him tomorrow... Whoa, gel, Bruno. Oh, fuck I told you about Skin. He's got Rice Krispies for a brain. Right, and that's from the classic commercial, the Dr. Scholl's commercial, Are You Gelling? Oh, really? I think so. You remember those commercials? No. It was like gel insoles that people would put in their shoes, and when they were had the gel insoles in their shoes, they were remarkably laid back. Oh. And other people who were as laid back would come up to them and say, you gelling? You gelling? No telling how much I'm gelling. You gelling? You know I'm gelling. Hey, Ellen, you gelling? I'm gelling like a felon. You want some melon? Nah, but hey, I'm like mud gelling. I'm so jelly. You don't remember those commercials? <laughs> no, but that's a good concept. <laughs> and I think that is where that, it's tied into this sort of mythology. That's very Gel, cool. Bruno. Gel, Bruno? Squank! 
They give Logan a bad boy's jacket that has Bruno emblazoned across the back. Oh, yeah. Which is also cool, but like, if I were Logan and I got invited into the bad boys, I would embrace my bad boy's nickname. Uh, Kendall. Bruno's not, yeah, Kendall. That's Kendall. cool as hell. Yeah, that's very cool. Bruno's not a good nickname. Well, Kendall you is. get into it. Yeah, Kendall, he's like the straight lace one. No one suspects him. He's the athlete. But I guess if you become a bad boy, like that goes away pretty quickly because you like grow stubble start and start smoking and right. Um, very cool. Um, I think maybe we should uh, take a quick break. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Best Fiends is a free to download casual mobile puzzle game with literally yep. thousands of levels that is boredom's yep. worst nightmare. And yep. uh, if you guys don't remember, Tanner and I have been engaging in a friendly competition yep. uh, between my group of fiends, uh, the Jack's, Jack's jerks, Jumping Jerks, Jack's jumping jerks. and Tanner's Tiny, tiny Ticklers. ticklers. Yep. Um, and up until now, we've had some difficulties because while I have been playing through the game at quite a clip and advancing uh, and binging on the game and advancing mm-hmm. from level to level uh, and enjoying more levels, events, and challenges that are added all the time, um, Tanner, you've tended to have trouble um, getting your phone started. My phone wasn't working, but yeah. I have gotten it to work, Jack, okay. and I've, I've, I feel like I've caught up with you in Best yeah. Fiends. Um, okay, that's great to hear. And I'm really, I'm, I'm here to engage with you on it and, and talk about kind of our experiences playing the game. I do love the game. I just had a lot of phone troubles up until now. Okay, well, I'm glad but you're back. But now I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm playing it. I'm having so much fun with it. I love it. Okay, well, I'll start. Uh, so one of my experiences playing the game that I really enjoy is um, I really like picking which fiends to use and oh, upgrading them that. and c- building a crack team as I go through the levels. My favorite is Mordecai. Okay, that's not one. It's my favorite fiend. What level are you on, Jack? I am somewhere in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yourself? Seven D thousand. Well, okay, that's a lot. They do have thousands of levels, uh, 70, and they do have updates thousand. all the time, so you can keep At playing as much 000. as you want. Yes. So yep. that's what level I'm on, and w- I am having a fun with it. It's me. It's Mordecai. Yeah. It's um, okay. That's not one of them. Well, maybe it's in the later levels. It's but, in the, and, you haven't got there yet. Uh, it says here, what makes you want to keep at it? That's a good thing. For me, it's just, it's binge worthy and it's like, it's bite sized. You can just play like a little bit for like 10 minutes uh, when you've got, when you're waiting for the something, whatever. To me, it's the feeling it gives me, if you know what I mean. No. Oh, just binge worthiness. It feels so good to play. Yeah. And uh, when do you play? Only at night, baby. Okay. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Um, Only at night. Okay, perfect. I'm starting to think that you still have not been able to get your phone started. I I really want to play more. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I do love the game. It's very fun, and we yeah. were competing, but I have so many phone problems. Is it possible that you're f- holding your phone upside down? Tried that. Yeah. Okay. You know you can hold your phone sideways, too? Yeah. <laughs> And I tried that as well because someone I was I was on the forums. I've been in touch with the makers of Best Fiends, and I just I, this is not their fault. I can tell you this is not their fault. And the phone. game is so fun. Yeah. I'm so interested in playing. Yeah. Okay. Have you tried turning your phone on? Oh, there's a button on that usually on the side. What do you mean on? Forget it. 
Uh, download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Holy shit. That's friends without the R. Best thing just lit up. Fiends. Okay. Well, this is great. Whoa. That's a lot of <laughs> notifications. <laughs> Uh, Tanner, we haven't really Jack talked about the yes. Shepherd. Okay, great. That's nice. That's fun. That's fun energy. Uh, what I was going to say is that we haven't talked about the kind of B-ish plot, which is that everyone is obsessed with a man named Nikki Cash, uh, who is a singer uh, from the band. He used to be. He's a pretty good dancer, but he used to be in the band Too Hot for You. <laughs> Uh, which is a very cool thing that what is going on what are you doing that seems like you're not paying attention and you're playing music uh, his name his given name his birth name is Reginald Fenster which is something that King and the boys all kind of make fun of dance now pulp nymph across the page write all your jokes so we can gauge where were you when you first realized from the Bible he recalls From her desk chair NM falls Where were you when you first realized Someday you will find us With tears of joys in our eyes <laughs> It's a Pete Lorenzo's moment that we spy Someday you will find us with tears of joy in our eyes. It's a Pete Larange's moment, a Pete Larange's moment that we spy. <laughs> Beautiful, and, and it is a book by Peter Larange. This book was by Peter, and that is why it interrupted whatever dumb Nikki Cave shit you were on. Uh-huh. Because I did need to get make it very clear to you, Jack, that this is a peep book. It's a peep book. We sing about right. it. And we are swimming in a deep, deep, deep sea of sweet feet, sweet, sweet feet this week. And I am. Yeah. I would say between neck and navel deep. Okay. Well, that means that I'm under. I'm just underneath. There's a bit of a tide. Mm-hmm. And it varies. Yeah. Like hour to hour. Mm-hmm. On average, I would say maybe nipple deep. Mm-hmm. In a sea of sweet peat, there drowning. is a bit of a tide, and you're I'm drowning. drowning in it. Yep, I'm fully underwater, right? Um, and I'm fine with it. And you want to be underwater? Yeah, it's, you're euphoric. I'm a mermaid now. I'm gonna live yeah. under here. Um, it smells great. Water's warm. Why not dive in? That's what Pete says every day to anyone who's around him, and we get yep. to luckily be amongst... every day. Pete gets up, he looks yeah. himself in the mirror, and he says, "Smells sweet. <laughs> water's, water's warm." warm. Why doesn't Why everyone... not dive in? Dive in. Yeah. Um, and I, you don't need to invite me twice, Pete. Because you meet Pete. Yeah. Sometime, if you ever meet Pete, he'll hand you a business card, and yeah. it's completely white. Like yeah. And embossed on the business card in white. Yeah. So it's just, you have to like catch the light right to read it. Yeah. It just says, "Dive in." Dive in, and it's dripping wet. Yeah. <laughs> it's soaked. <laughs> it's it smells like Dracar Noir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's and great. That's and it's and great. This is a Pete book. Yeah. And what a treat. What Jack. a treat. These readers' requests. Yeah. Books. 
<laughs> this was so good. T Jam, Pete, thank you Our for T Jam. Life is just. It's bright again, you know? The light has come back on in our yeah. lives. Ugh, this is so good. After so long. And, I, like, I love Ellen. I love the mysteries. Yeah. I love Jeannie. I love Jean. I love the portrait I love collection. The portrait collection. But yeah. these P books and these readers' requests, ugh. They're so special. His character Bible is so deep. I, I decided I was going to do a quiz that was like, which member of the bad boys are you? And then as I counted them, I was like, there are fucking eight of these fucking dudes. And they all have like personalities and backstories. It's Flush amazing. Them all out. Uh, Jack, what, at what point in this book did you realize that you were reading a, a peep book? I think immediately. So uh, traditionally we get to do a uh, pure peep moment. and uh, Okay, and, uh, sure like a classic Pete moment. So the moment that I realized for certain was just right in the chapter two description of the girls where he describes everyone and he describes them all funny. But the one that really stuck out at me was at the end where he goes, so that's the lineup. And they were all munching on candy like crazy, except for Stacy who was eating chips and Dawn who was eating a bag of hay or something. Yep. (laughs) That was my Pete moment too. Yeah, <laughs> that was my Larangus moment. But I, that was also my that was my raw Larangus moment. That's the raw pure one. I had a sneaking suspicion that the illustration that we've discussed many times, mm-hmm. there's more than one way to skin a rat. Yeah, it? I when I saw that, I was like, this is definitely a Pete book, and I'm wondering if maybe Pete drew this because it doesn't look like Hodges. It doesn't look anything like Hodges or Angela or even. Um, Susan Tang. Well, you know what's scary is I bet what happened is Pete just had that lying around. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, I and he shaped this. an entire book around it. I could just put it in the book. Yeah. This is this is like a thought exercise for Pete. <laughs> is he'll go down and he'll free draw. Yeah. He'll go down to his lab and he'll free draw. <laughs> and this is what he came up with was a rat in tennis shoes jumping over hurdles and, and smiling. Him. And yeah, behind, and him, behind is a, him is a girl rat. And they're both naked. And they're both naked. And the girl rat has MAS tattooed across its chest. And it's yeah. dragging itself along by the tail. And it looks unhappy. Which has a mousetrap on it. Yeah. And Pete drew that. And he's like, what can I do with this? He just drew that. He was going to put it in his like neighbor's, like, through the letterbox. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I could use it for this book. He had to, like, figure out what MAS could have possibly stood yeah. for at <laughs> yeah. first. He was just like... It could be the Natalie Furtado song. The Nelly Furtado song? Is there one yeah. called Mas? Mas, yeah. It could be the Movimiento al Socialismo, the Bolivian political party. Oh, so that's almost certainly what it is. It's Pete talking about his strong distaste for socialist ideals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> is against the redistribution of well. He, so he wrote a he wrote a treatment for each of these interpretations of yeah. MAS. Yeah, he wrote like he wrote the whole Natalie Furtado thing. He wrote the anti-socialism thing. Yeah, uh, there was a whole thing about Moroccan f- football, um, milliampere per second. There's one about the Mass Ninety, which is a Sage accounting software system. Yep. And then, of course, Master of Advanced Studies, which is what I have. Oh, okay. You do have that? I think so. Yeah. Maybe you missed a credit or two, but... Yeah. And then, and that's a shot across the bow of me. Um, and there there is more than one way to skin a rat. So thank you, Pete. And this is the one he was like... I guess this is the one that makes... The, Marianne Spear makes the most sense for what Scholastic wants from me. 
Yeah. So this is the manuscript he turned in. Um, and it's good, and it's perfect, and it's a perfect manuscript. And the B plot is also a perfectly matches the A plot. It's about EJ, who is bullying the twins. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. Um, we should say, and uh, all of these books, um, well, it's certainly in the portrait collection books, uh, Jeannie uh, started Jean. a, a fun little trend where she decided that the, some of the girls uh, are from the sea. Most of them. Most of them are seafood. <laughs> from the sea. Can I read you this passage, Tanner, yeah. that is about the B-plot, and it's about Charlotte Johansson, who's being uh, bullied by EJ? EJ, yes. When Stacy first moved to Stony Brook, Charlotte was an unbelievably smart seven-year-old who was also painfully shy and sad. Now she's an unbelievably smart eight-year-old who's friendly and outgoing. Stacy had a lot to do with the transformation. She really brought Char out of her shell. Out of her shell. Mm-hmm. Now the two of them call each other Almost sisters. Almost sisters. And Stacy's a lobster. L- Stacy is a lobster. And if you were someone who was in a shell. Right. And sisters with a lobster, what would you be? A lobster. Lobster. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is spreading. But for a lobster, it's not nice to take them out of their shell. I think they molt. Okay. They might. They may molt. Yeah. So I just thought that was neat that Pete Pete just did a little nod to Jeannie. He's like, I'm not going to do much with this. Pete I don't want to make it part of the Jean. A plot, but I do want to let you know, wink, wink, I saw what you're doing, and I'm going to continue this idea. We're going to see what happens if Stacy's a lobster, her almost sister would be at least almost a lobster. Yeah. and that Pete did a sense. nod to Jean, and he did a nod to Stan. To Stan from Eminem. Yeah. No, no, no. Not okay. the song Stan. Yeah. Dido and Eminem. Okay, yeah. Eminem featuring Dido. It's Eminem featuring Dido, yeah. And he does make fun of Insane Clown Posse on that same album. So Does he? You burnt. I'm not burnt. I didn't I didn't buy the Insane Clown Posse album. All right. I have yeah. never, <laughs> except for that one Insane Clown Posse song that we all listened to that one time. Oh, yeah, Miracles. Miracles. I've yeah. never heard an Insane Clown Posse song. Okay. And I cut ties with Trevor that day. Okay. And you never cut class again. I, no, I cut class several times after that. One time I cut class just to um, go sit in the parking lot and play Tiger Woods Golf on my Game Boy Color. That's cool. Yeah. He pays tribute to, to, to Stan, too. To he Stan. honors Stan Lee. Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Okay, yes. In what way? Well, he's done it before. He's just okay. doing it again. Logan. Obviously, we know Logan Bruno. Yep. But there's another famous Logan, and, and he says things along these lines. Well, yeah. I know, I know. I sound corny when I start talking about Marianne. Well, you would too if she were your girlfriend. Nuff said. Oh, yeah. Snicked. Said. Snicked. <laughs> Snicked. <laughs> That's cool. That's very cool. And I think Logan is Logan. Yeah, Logan is AKA Logan. AKA Wolverine. Yeah. From Marvel, Marvel Comics. And Pete's just hedging his bets because when Pete writes, he's got so many things on the go. When he started writing this, he was like, I could sell this to Marvel. I could sell this to Anne. Right. I don't know. I'm going to see where it goes. I'm going to put a bunch of greasers and a bunch of crime, and I'm going to have the main character be Logan. I could sell it to the Bolivian government. I could sell it to the Bolivian government. <laughs> I could sell it as accounting software to some investment bankers. <laughs> uh-huh. You never know. There's more than one way to skin a rat, says Pete. That's the lesson. Um, and that's smart. That's very sensible. 
speaking of Logan being cool and saying stuff about Marianne, here's a great segue. Brief segment that we like to do that's called Jack and Tanner. Oh my god, why she come out here with this crane on like she at a dark cave? Fashion, Fashion idiots. idiots. Yeah. Why you ain't got no shoes on? Girl, no. <laughs> All them sweaters. And uh, Logan does it for us. And it's, did you catch this? No. Okay, so this is like, I think I described this, but in order to pay Logan off to persuade him not to rat, first they threaten him with the note. Then they like, after he doesn't rat for a week because he's like worrying, they steal two tickets from some poor girl to the Nick Cave concert. Is it Nick no, Cave? it's not Nick Cave. <laughs> that it's Nicky cool. Cash. <laughs> That's more like Pete Greaser stuff where he's like, they're all obsessed with Nick Cave. <laughs> In 93. In 93, he was probably still in the birthday party, which is the name of his like cool ass, like fucking post punk band before he was Nick Cave. It, what is it? Their name? Nikki Cash? Nikki Cash. Yeah. Nikki Cash. They're all obsessed with Nikki Cash and the bad boys, two D's, one Z, steal two tickets from some poor girl and put them in Logan's locker as like a blandishment. And Marianne finds them and they go to the concert. And the following thing happens. The meeting whizzed by. I have to say, I couldn't keep my eyes off Marianne. She was wearing this incredibly sexy outfit with sequins on it. Yes, Marianne. Not a dress, but a shirt and pants that are attached. Whatever that's <laughs> called. And what is that called? What is that? It's like a it's, it's like a, a jumpsuit. It's a shirt, but it's like a shirt it's covered in sequins. <laughs> It's like something that like Evil Knievel would wear. <laughs> yeah. They, it's yeah. a shirt. Do you think it's just like someone took a shirt and like covered in sequins? Stapled it to the pants? I don't know. I don't is that a kind of thing? It's a shirt and pants that are attached, whatever that's called. I, to me that's called a jumpsuit. That's called a jumpsuit. Or it's like um it's like uh like a John Deere. I had one of these as a kid. One of these like John Deere Oh, like a work suit? Work suit that you wear? That's cool. Oh, wait. What were we calling them when boys wore them a few years ago? Do you remember? Oh, it was like, a hot craze when boys were wearing... Romp hymns? Romp it. Romper. It's a romper. It's a romper. That's what a romper is. It's a romper covered in sequins. That's what a romper and that's, is. That is that's what Logan is trying to isolate. What a romper is. And we know and that's that. What it, and sometimes boys wear them. And when boys wear them, they're called romp hymns. Okay. So that's real. That's it. And it's incredibly sexy. It, oh, yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> Logan thinks all the babysitters are sexy. He does this like girl journalism early on. Did you catch this? <laughs> he goes, if there were ever a BSC fashion contest, Claudia would face stiff competition from Stacy McGill. Stacy dresses in the most amazing clothes. She's from New York City, and you can sort of tell. She looks sophisticated and hip. And talk about gorgeous. Stacy has long blonde hair and a toothpaste ad smile. Okay, before I go on, let me just say one thing. I am only reporting about these girls so you know what they look like. If I compliment them, it's merely an observation. Don't get the wrong idea. End of message. That was my, um... Strike against the Patriots. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because yeah. it was a great save by Logan because he does just... He, he finishes describing how attractive all his female friends are. Yeah, and it's also defending journalism, which and in this day and age journalism. needs defending, and he's only reporting, and you can't blame someone for reporting. Strike against fake news! Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And strike for a free press, 
and Shrink for the free press. and are we going to prevent someone from reporting on how hot their friends are? We the chive would shut down. <laughs> the chive would shut down. <laughs> and we need the chive. <laughs> and we do need the chive. Tanner, we have to go. But first, I know we... I have so many more notes. I okay. want to talk about one thing, and I can't. And I'm not actually allowed to do it. Though, Why not? So, well, might be insensitive. Okay. Given how bad I am at emulating the accent of people from this nation. Okay. And here's a question. I'm better at it. I won't say I'm perfect at it, but is it more insensitive if it's better? Well, you're English. Okay. No, but that's. So it's at least like adjacent. Yeah. Okay. You're from the same country. Don't say that to the Scots. Um, (laughs) So it's a segment that, for reasons that have less and less meaning inside them, as we stray further from the portrait collection, yes, uh, the segment is uh, is Scottish and baby themed, and it is our. And it's Baron is Scottish for baby, and it's our burn of the week, and there are babies not in this this book, but in the other ones. There's. And they're not, and Logan's not a baby. And Logan's not a baby. And in fact, it does no babysitting. Does no babysitting. It's a misnamed right. book. Answer. I think it was because when Pete had to rush this to press, because it was originally going to be like one of the like old man Logan run. Well, originally it was the manifesto that he was going to deliver right to whatever like dictator was in charge of Bolivia. Right. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I've got a, an in at Marvel. And so maybe I can do a, a, a like a pretty sweet and iconic run on Wolverine. And this was going right. to be that. And then at the last minute when they didn't want it, he was like, well, maybe knocking on Anne's door at like fucking two in the morning. Right. With this manuscript. They went to like Hickman or whoever they always go to. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Marvel. Yeah. Great. great. Another Hickman X-Men run. Great. You know who would have been f- fucking great? Pete Rangis would have done a <laughs> bang up job, and and we could have had a fucking superhero called fucking T Jam. T Jam. Um, Here's mine, uh, and it's our burn of the week. And what's your burn of the week? It's from the um, chapter two. I look pretty average, medium height and blue eyes and brownish blonde hair. My girlfriend Marianne Spears says I look like the actor Cam Geary. I don't exactly. But I just thought I'd say that so you don't think I look like Garth from Wayne's World or something. <laughs> My burn is on Tana Carvey. <laughs> That's a very good burn on Tana Carvey. <laughs> yeah, eat it, Dana. What does Pete have against Dana Carvey in 93, man? You're ugly, and none of my characters <laughs> look like you, and I just want to make that abundantly clear to my readers. Um, that's good. That's a good burn on Dana Carvey. I've got so many. This is a really good burn on Janine. Did you catch the one on Janine? What happens with Janine? Here's the burn on Janine. Yeah. It's also from the chapter two. Yeah. Claudia says her sister is an alien. Whenever Janine listens to music, it's classical. Her idea of funky clothing is a t-shirt with a picture of Mozart on it. <laughs> that is funky. That's a good burn. Here's a a quick burn from Clarence King, and then I'll burn him back. That's what I'll do. So Clarence King burns Logan in a a way that is just so quick and concise. He just goes up to him and he says, yo, potty animal. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) P-O-T-T-Y. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it is a very good idea if anyone wants it to make a line of onesies that say potty animal. 
Oh, that's so good. Uh, maybe it exists. But that's Clarence King's idea. And then here's how Logan gets him back. Hey, Logan, planning any more field trips? Logan tripped at a track meet and lost the game. So that's a burn, too. That's what he means. How about this? How about this? How about this? For a girl, it's a onesie, and it says, Napsty Woman. Okay. Nap, Napsty. I think we should probably workshop it a little bit, but it's, it's almost not, there. It's getting there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Logan, planning any more field trips? It was Tuesday morning. Time for the Clarence King comedy show. Lucky me. I was getting my own private performance right in front of my locker. His laugh track was courtesy of Bob Stillman and Peter Hayes. These are all the guys from the last book, but Pete doesn't even need them in this book because he's got T-Jam. I could tell the Saturday meat wasn't fading from their minds. I was thinking of the Museum of Natural History, I replied, but they might mistake you for one of the exhibits. That's good. <laughs> That's good off the cuff. It's good. It's good off the cuff. It's strong. Good burns in this book. Mapsty woman. I think potty animal, a line that says potty animal, and then anything with potty. What about this? It's a line of onesies, and it says, you got to fight for your right to potty. Okay, and that's good, too. Don't you Fuck. think? Yeah. Isn't that good? What's the L- what's the L- LMAO song? What about it's oh, potty, potty Rock Tonight? Potty Rock Tonight. That's funny. That's good. Um, or what about just potty in the USA? <laughs> that's good, too. Fuck. <laughs> Can we do anything with Napsty Woman? No, because that's not good, and there's nothing. Because that's not a thing people say. No, 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 I know. Squank! Squank. (laughs) Sorry, dude, you got squanked. Fuck. I can't believe we got squanked. Squank to you. Everybody gel out. Jack! Mm -hmm. I want to introduce a segment, if I may. Perfect, that's great. Yeah, that's wonderful, because I wasn't just trying to wrap up at all. And it is a segment that is structurally adjacent to another segment. Okay. But not the same segment okay. in practice or in theory. Mm-hmm. Cuz the other segment is called Dad Talk and it's where you and I talk about being dads. Right. And this segment is actually about the dads of Stony Brook. Right. And it's called Dad Watch. Dad Watch. Last week in Reader's Request number 1, mm-hmm. Logan's story, we discovered the name of Logan's dad, Nick. Nick. Nick Bruno. Bruno. Mhm. This week in Reader's Request number two, we discover Nick Bruno's profession. Mm-hmm. I saw a display for Nikki Cash's new disc at Sound Ideas. They constantly refer to CDs That's as so discs. Cool. That's so cool. <laughs> this is new this disc. Book. That's very cool. Pete's trying to make it happen a little too hard, but it's cool. <laughs> and it's wor- it's a worthy effort. But no one ever He's, did. That never did catch on. It never did catch on. No. Yeah. He's a bear. He's bare chested on the cover. See what a thoughtful boyfriend I am mentioning stuff like this? And that kind of goes back to Cyril's joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? A bear. (laughs) Good. I thought Marianne's eyes would pop out. Oh, I hope it doesn't sell out. I can ask Bob to hold one for you, I suggested. Bob? The guy who owns the store? Yeah, he and my dad know each other from the Chamber of Commerce Softball League. Oh, cool. He's Wait, always really? saving like oldies collections for my dad and giving us discounts. Fucking hell. What the hell? That's so crazy. Nick Bruno works at the Chamber of Commerce. I thought last week he worked at a sporting goods store. Nope. Works at the Chamber of Commerce. Wow. That's a huge promotion. Because they're on a softball league together. For, like, From working at Models? Essentially one month. Yeah. yeah. Damn, Pete. Who did he fuck? 
Which whale did Nick Bruno? Yeah, fuck? which whale did Nick Bruno fuck to get that promotion? <laughs> right? That's great. And we do need to save the whales and uh, in any way that we can. And we've got to find a way to get back to our present time with the what we've learned about Logan Bruno, boy babysitter. And we gotta do it in this hunk of junk that is the Klingon Warbird and uh Scotty's busy. Yeah. Adapting the cargo bays so that they'll hold all that water and, and all, all that s- fresh, sexy <laughs> whale meat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not whale meat; it's actual whales, and they're in sequin rompers. <laughs> Ooh, okay. don't get me started, Jack. <laughs> okay, that's great. And now we're gonna leave, and we're gonna go, and we are going to go home. Yes, and my wife. I would like to thank you for bearing with me, Tanner. I'd like to thank you for bearing with us, Baby Nation. I would like to- Adult babies? What do we decide they're called? Baby babies. Baby babies. I'd like to remind everyone to please take a moment to go and subscribe to our Patreon. It is a great way to support our work. Uh, in addition to getting an entire new show every week where we sing the descriptions, you can um, support us and keep us going and keep us doing this podcast, which is something that we like to do so please take a moment check it out it is patreon.com slash bscc podcast um while you're at it if you haven't joined the baby nation facebook page it is where all the fun happens and we have a good time there and we all hang out and have a nice time and everybody on it is nice and please and i cannot stress this enough buy our fucking merch it's very good bit.ly slash bscc merch there's a couple of fairly new shirts that you can still pick up yep there's stickers and a fresh new sticker pack mm-hmm. with four complete stickers in it and a tote for delia and there's a tote you can buy yeah forgot about the tote yep there's a tote um and rate and review our show on apple podcasts in the meantime I would like to tell you that this week we read a novel that was called Logan Bruno Boy Babysitter, Babysitter's Club Reader's Request number two. Next week, we are finally going to be reading A Time to Killborn. We won't be. We'll be reading Reader's Request number three, Shannon's Story. And then we'll do A Time to Killborn after that. We'll maybe touch on A Time to Killborn. (laughs) Okay. And it's about Shannon, and I'm looking forward to it. My name is Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Anna Greenway. And please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your center, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Fight the future. We're handprints in the cement of time. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been Who's there? Over there. <laughs> There's no bear. You never know. You never know. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>